Chris Nelson has had a busy weekend and has paid no attention to the Suns beating Richmond. Chris, good morning to you. Oh, good morning, Mark. Good morning, uh, Heels. Uh, I did play, pay attention to that yesterday for about uh, half a game, and I just turned it off. This, oh. is, just, uh, this is poor form. Oh, it's the Dimmer Dome. The Dimmer Dome curse, mate. Oh, I don't know. I think uh, there's a lot of work to be done at Richmond. Falling off a cliff really quickly, Heels. Really yeah, quickly. Okay. Well, speaking of uh, falling off a cliff and returning, we've got the merch corner here, which has been here for two and a half years, and we've Rothfire. We've yeah. got the Rothfire cap out <laughs> in pride of place this morning, Chris. Yeah, he was uh, he was so good, wasn't he? Sitting up outside his stable, mate. There, Prince of Boom in front, and he was just too strong. I mean, all those horses behind him had their chance. I mean, Paul Ailey had a good run in the race. Private Eye was there to strike, but. They couldn't get past uh, Rothy, and good luck to him and, and Rob Heathcote. That was a great result. Yeah, it looked like a very tight finish in the paper yesterday. Um, it was. Other, other horses, mate? Kovalika and Antino? Yeah, yeah, they're the two heels. Uh, Antino was really good. We know Tony Gollins uh, trying to get him into the uh, Stradbroke. Well, he now will have enough rating points to get into the BRC Sprint in about three weeks' time. Now, if he wins that, that's a, a race with a golden ticket into the Stradbroke. Okay. So, Good luck to uh, to all concerned there. But he was good coming from off the speed. I think that that race will stack up really well. Formerized substantial was good. National choice was good. They were the place getters. And you mentioned Kovalika in the last. Well, pretty confident ride from uh, Nashville Willer on the uh, the two dollar forty favourite. I think the whole of the country was on this horse, and he sat three wide. He said, "I was quite happy to sit out there. The horse was uh, travelling beautifully and no issue." And then he's he's also said. Uh, Oh, I thought I pretty much had them covered. Had a lap full of horse at 100 metres or 100 metres from the line. Well, he won the race by uh, 0.3 of a length, and he only got there in the last <laughs> 10 metres. So he was a lot more confident than I was, I can tell you. <laughs> and and then the Archer, the, the top three in the Archer at Rockhampton yesterday are pretty high profile for that race too, aren't they? Yeah, certainly the case. And a great result for uh, for Team Edmonds yeah. with Alpine Edge getting the, uh, getting the race. I mean... Uh, they just uh, haven't had a lot of great horses in the stable of late, so they've just flown under the radar. But they've always had one thing, and we know, Mark, we've spoken to Trent a lot of times on various shows on uh, SEN Track, etc. He's always had a big opinion of Alpine Edge, and he's mm. always told us how good this horse is. And maybe now he's going to start living up to that, uh, uh, to what Trent thinks he can be. And he's got a whole carnival ahead of him now. Hey, yeah. 21 to yeah. 1. Yeah, yeah, we paid even more than that on the tote. And you're right, Chris. I mean, we've spoken to Trent, and they've, you know, the Edmonds have not a tough time, maybe too strong a word, but certainly uh, haven't had the year um, because they haven't had the quality horses, obviously, that they've had in the past couple. So this may be particularly at the start of the winter racing carnival. I know this was in Rocky and technically, you know, not part of you know the Brisbane carnival, but it's still a seven hundred and seventy-five thousand dollar race. Yeah, may be the kickstart that the Edmonds need because, um, you know, they're quality trainers on the Gold Coast. Oh, most definitely. And, I mean, as you say, Mark, it was a, a provincial race, but there was Group 1 winners in it. Vega 1, Startantes, etc., were Group 1 winners. And, and don't forget, too, they've got this horse called the Vowels, who ran third uh, behind Kovalika in the Guineas, the last race on, uh, on Saturday. He'd won five straight leading into that, and he ran really well from last. He was behind Kovalika in the run. Uh, and cut that margin back to, what, 1.2 lengths on the line. So he's heading towards probably the derby as well. And they've got one of ours, two heels, I think. I can't remember which one. I think they've got one of ours, the Edmonds. Yeah, I think uh, you're right. Um, how did the 600-metre straight play into someone's hands? Well, 
It's funny, actually, Heels. Uh, I watched most of the races there at Rocky, and, and horses out the back that hook to the outside, you know, probably half, well, not even halfway, probably a quarter of the way into the straight, like Startante, as you'd expect to run on, they didn't. Mm. There really seemed to be a bias towards the inside uh, section, and that's where Alpine Edge came through as well. If you if you could get through near the inside from the back of the field, you were fine, but hooking to the outside and running on just seemed to be very, very hard to make ground. So, uh, yeah, that, I think, worked, worked against Startante's. I'd be interested to uh, hear what Jimmy Orman says about that because uh, I thought he thought he was travelling really well when he hooked to the outside, and I thought she'd pick them up, but she just went nowhere. And as I mentioned, credit to Sammy Collett, picked up her 1,000th career win on the weekend, which is quite some achievement. Her mum and dad did it too, Chris, I read. Yeah, that's a real family affair, yeah. isn't it? That's SEN Tracks' own Sammy, Sammy Collett. Sammy yes. yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. And so, no, no, she's, uh, she's done a terrific job. Now, I'm taking a risk here, but I want I know we've got Ipswich today. Do you have anything yes, for Ipswich? You do. do. Yep. Yeah. Get your pen and paper ready. Here we go. Race four, number 13, Classic Gal. Should win the maiden here. Been a long time Sammy Collett. coming. Yeah, uh, race six, number one. This one's a throw at the stumps at about $17. Collet's Spirit. Last couple have been luckless, yet they've been very good. So race six, number one. Race seven, number 11, We Go Bam. Looks a lovely race for it. Sammy Race Collett. eight, number 14. Yeah, and race eight, number 14, Ruin Art. David Van Dyke trains. Looks very well placed to win that. So there's four for you, Mark. You wow. wouldn't have expected that, would you? No, but having turned the footy <laughs> off halfway through, I can understand why you had time to do yeah. the form for Ipswich today. So. And he quite likes uh, Ipswich now. Yeah. You're going quite well there, mate. So that's well, an old-fashioned attitude. Well done. Well done. Let's but hope I, I can keep that up. Now, yeah. I'll just let you know where we're racing this week. The main meeting on Saturday, of course, is the Sunshine Coast. The Gold Coast Hollandale Stakes meeting will be at the Sunshine Coast. Plenty of feature races to get through there next week. Should be a great day. You got an invite yet or not? I have. I've got a ticket there in the Champagne Garden. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, there you go. Hey, Paddy Paddy was at the races on Saturday, I heard. Was he? Yep. So he went for the Pat Welsh handicap that day or stakes or whatever it was. Yes. Um, But that's the first time he's been at the races, I reckon, for the years I've been working with him in radio. Because he worked every Saturday at Channel 7. Yeah. So, yeah, he's starting to let the hair down. Mm. What left yeah, there? Yeah, he'll be a regular there now. <laughs> Good on you, mate. We'll talk to you Wednesday. Thanks, guys. Look forward to it. See you, Chris. Queensland is racing. The Ashing continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.